This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Man, I don't worry about frustration. I'm, I'm here to win. Uh, I'm, I'm paid to manage frustrations. I will. Um, it's frustrating when you don't win. Uh, all the other minutiae is, is less relevant. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Well, the Steelers are not out of the playoffs yet. But they are close. Uh, you know, yesterday's loss to uh, the Jets 16-10 at MetLife Stadium was a devastating blow for the Steelers. But they are not out. If, you know, if the if Steelers win and Tennessee loses, Steelers are in. If the Steelers win and Tennessee wins, uh, Tennessee is in. And, uh, you know, there's a, a number of scenarios. Uh, you know, Oakland could, if Oakland wins and the Steelers and Tennessee loses, Oakland's in. And if the Colts beat uh, the Jags and uh, we both, the Tennessee Titans and the Steelers win, I think we're in. I, I, it's just the, the scenarios. That's mind-boggling. Yeah, that, you know, it's got to. This is like when I used to sit in math class. Yeah. And the teacher would start to do an arithmetic problem. Right, right. And about halfway through, my eyes would glaze over, you know, and then you'd have that feeling like, huh, what was that? And yeah. Thusly, that's why I flunked math twice. And uh, and so far, and uh, last night we got the word that uh, the Steelers were flexed. Next week we're going to play the Ravens at 425, not at 1 o'clock. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That uh, I thought you couldn't f- double flex yeah, at you, that point. You can't double flex to Sunday night. Okay, uh, so it's only a one-and-a-half yeah, flex. Yeah, it's only a one-and-a-half flex. So it's like a single arm shot rather yeah. than a full double yeah, bicep Yeah, it, it's uh, double, uh, double flex. And, you know what? And, and yesterday, uh, you know, and, and I think that if the Steelers didn't have b- bad luck, they had they didn't have any luck at all. Uh, they kept, you know, you think about Pounce, Mar- uh, Marquise Pouncey getting hurt, uh, James Conner getting hurt, and uh, Mason Rudolph getting hurt. And Pounce and Mason got hurt on back-to-back plays. Cam Hayward got yeah. jacked up, too. Yeah. And, and he, uh, I, 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 I hate for Cam. I think – well, I don't know. We'll wait until we find out what the, the official thing is. But I had an hyperextended elbow, um, which was just a little bit less than a, – a little little less from that old dislocation you right. had. Yeah. And the problem with that, that hyperextension, man, it leaves you with that – the L-shaped arm. Right. You can't quite get the lockout. Right, 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 yeah. You're like a T-Rex on the one side. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't work. So, I mean, the, the uh, uh, think about this. Through the course of season, Stefan Tuitt gets hurt. James Conner gets hurt. Juju gets hurt. Uh, you know, uh, Marquise Pouncey gets suspended, then hurt. James Conner, uh, you know, Mason Rudolph uh, gets hurt. And then comes back, and then struggles. Now comes back, and lights it up last night or he yesterday well. afternoon. Lights it up, uh, and uh, it, it's it, it. You know that this. There's this, a lot this, of frustration yeah. to be had if you want to have 
the frustration. And it's simply one of those things. This is the life of a pro. This is how you it, – it is incredibly uh, up and down. That's yeah. why every year is a journey unto itself because no two years are exactly the same. And this one was really um, troublesome as far as injuries to key performers at right. key moments. Well, then again, when is a key performer ever injured not in a key moment, right. frankly? Uh, and so, uh, you know, it, it was interesting that, I, you know, the game – was not what I thought it would be. You know, uh, you know the you know the opening drive uh, for the Jets. Uh, you know, uh, they short passes, screens, runs, and then the TD the touchdown to Robbie Anderson. Uh, that was pretty well covered. Yeah, That's double coverage. Yeah. It was a perfect he throw. He was bracketed. It, he was bracketed, uh, and. Um, uh, it was a, a perfect throw by uh, uh, Sam Darnold. You know, Sam you know, Darnold thing, wasn't wasn't seeing ghosts yesterday. No, he didn't yeah. have any problems as far as seeing ghosts. Yeah. What I, I was amazed at was how well he stood up under some of the pressure, got rid of the ball quickly. Right. And uh, just how accurate he was. You know, you, you know that he gets streaky. Um, boy, he just looked like he was right. locked in, and nothing seemed to phase him. You know, uh, and the opening drive, like I said, there were short passes, screens, flares, runs. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Lev Bell was kind of picking his way through uh, uh, the holes, uh, and it wasn't. Um, he did a great job on yeah, Lev. Yeah, uh, two point nine yard average. Yeah, yeah he, he, you know, um, in the first half he looked a little better than in the second half. The second half they bottled him up, right, uh, and. Um, but you know, Wolf, I, I I just didn't think those guys, those backup offensive linemen, were going to be able to block the. Uh, that was the our bottom guys. line. We talked about this before the game. We yeah. talked about it during the game. We talked about it after the game, and that was surprising to me. When you have somebody like they had Connor McDermott, uh, you know what? He never I, played guard before. I was He's a tackle. Are you kidding me? This guy, this guy had never played guard. He was a backup tight end at one point. You said, yeah, right. And I'm In like, college. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, wow. And, um, and that's somebody you think you can take advantage of that guy. And right. And it just didn't happen. And, you know, and I was watching him in pregame warm-up, but I was uh, very unimpressed with his bend. But he played well. Uh, he they played all played well. well. Yeah. And, uh, Except for the one Brandon instance Snell. when, yeah. when uh, T.J. Watt had yeah. a nice smoking yeah. sack, yeah. strip sack, the, the old trifecta coming around the corner. Um, that was that was really it in many ways as far as the huge right. You know, game changing plays. Steelers place. only got two sacks uh, throughout the game, and uh, I, I I was I was just uh, kind of surprised. Uh, you know, I was too. Uh, all all three of their interior guy, all four of their guys, uh, four. You know, Kelvin Beecham was the only starter that was starting. Right. Uh, Alex Lewis. Was not a starter. Jonathan Harrison was not a starter. Uh, Connor McDermott, Connor, Connor McDermott, was the third team guard. Back up uh, to the backup. Yeah, backup, and then uh, and the uh, 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 and the way that um, Brandon Snell played, he was the third team tackle. Uh, so it was. Uh, it's got to be immensely frustrating because you know that these guys were capable of more. 
Right. And it just did not manifest itself as more. Yeah. And there was a lot of times you saw the pocket collapse and you saw that they were getting after it, but it was like nobody was breaking free. And Sam Darnold was getting rid of the ball pretty quick. darn quick. Yeah, and Sam Darnold was moving around in the pocket pretty well. He did. Uh, that, that's what he, is, he does. You know what I, I didn't realize was just how, how – strong he is yeah I mean, he's six three two and yeah. a quarter yeah but when you see him on the field live he for some reason he never looked that big to me but he was bigger than I thought. right and he and uh he's got a good arm and yep. he throws the ball well and he throws the ball quick i think he's going to be a really good quarterback in i the think future. so too yeah i i think uh, uh you know and uh as long as he stays away from mono right right from who? He had mononucleosis. Oh, yeah, he was right. out for a while. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, you can't uh, you can't help that. Well, true. But yeah. I'm just saying you don't want to be uh, uh, you know getting mononized. And, and then too the often. and then the Jets defense uh, they played a lot of bear. Uh, they ran a lot of hands games and palms games. I I was I was really surprised. The palms are like to me you should be able to stuff those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we it didn't. It didn't. Uh-huh. Uh, it's. I don't, you know, I, so I don't know why. I, I you know how it is because yeah. we can sit here and we can offer theories and, and ideas and so forth. But when you're in the thick of it, right? Yeah, these things they they happen. I mean, that's just the life of being a pro. Okay, so the form when this when the uh, Jets went to Bear, uh, their two defensive uh, ends uh, were in the gaps uh, uh, between the guard and the tackle. Their outside linebackers were way outside, uh, kind of a, a wide nine. And what uh, uh, a hands game is when one defensive end crashes and the nose tackle loops around. The palms game is when the nose tackle penetrates and the defensive end loops around. He's the trailer. And, you know, when, when you've got a five-man front, and that's what the bear is, uh, they do a lot of they do a lot of twists, and because they get penetration, and they 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 had great penetration most of the game when they went to that bear, uh, and uh, uh, you know Jordan, you know, and uh, third and long they w- came into that double A gap. They brought the linebackers. Sometimes they brought them. Sometimes they dropped them, uh, and they brought guys off the edge. Uh, and one some time, of those guys were so far out, it yeah. was like a wide eleven, right? Yeah, whatever. yeah. And, uh, uh, and and on the on the on the pick, um, you which know, one? Uh, the pick uh, by uh, 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 Jordan Jenkins. It was uh, it, it was double A gap, and then uh, the both the linebackers came, knew it, uh, our Neville Hewitt and uh, James Burgess. Neville Hewitt. Yeah, yeah. And Neville Hewitt yeah, knew it. Yeah, and so Jordan dropped back. Uh, it, it was his own blitz, and Duck didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, and he, he that made, one there and seems he, to Jordan me. Jordan Jenkins made a nice play. He did. I yeah. thought that one there was. I could understand that because I think that has got to be difficult tracking somebody <laughs> dropping into a zone like that. Yeah, the one that he left in the end zone hanging a little bit. That was a little more egregious. But then again, that, that, that was there, Marcus May. He, he it was, went, he, but, he went but up and made again, a play. So. How in the world how, do you have Juju and Jalen in the same vicinity again? And Juju was drawing double coverage. You had three Jets in that same area, and I just, I this is what happened. Who was it um, against the Bills? You know, when again you got two guys in the same sort of reception quadrant area, 
and you're drawing extra coverage to the area. I, yeah. You well, know, I just... you know what? One of the things is, uh, um, uh, he he just he just threw it up. Yeah. And, it was and, not. As, yeah. He just he threw needed it a up. little bit more yeah, on yeah. that thing, but yeah, he just threw it up. And uh, Marcus May, uh, made made a nice play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made a nice play. And you know, uh, w- one of the things is. Th- they made the plays and we didn't. didn't. Good you point. know, uh, they made the plays and we didn't. You know, there's gonna be, there's a lot of uh, of hoopla about who's at fault, but you know, it's about making plays. It's about making plays and it's about not losing your best players. And that, that that's helps. what they did. Yeah. You, you you lose two Pro Bowlers yesterday, and a kid that was just starting to get hot at quarterback. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's gotta be very, very frustrating and heading into, uh, Baltimore. Um, you know, the thing is, uh, uh, you, you've gotta be confident going into this game, but Baltimore is the best team in the AFC. Oh, there's no question about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I was sitting there watching the post game. With uh, they had John Harbaugh, he's he's going. Uh, what what were uh, Lamar Jackson? Not that Lamar's going to play, but he said thirty six and six. You know, thirty six touchdowns, six interceptions. Right. That's remarkable. Yeah. And then he then he smiled, laughed, and said, "Not bad for a running back." Yeah. But I mean, which is the running joke down there, I guess. Right. But it. You know what? They they've had a great year. This kid, Lamar Jackson, is unbelievable. Right. Right. Uh, well, uh, let's take a break, and we're going to come back. Uh, and it's, if you want to get in on the conversation, it's 412-919-1316. He's Wolf Amtunch, and you are in the locker room on a gloomy, gloomy Monday. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. I'm not assigning blame. I said we didn't do enough, and, and I meant what I said um, in all three phases. You know, we let them go down the field and score a touchdown in the first possession of the game. Uh, that's not our style of play either. So, you know, pick whatever soft spot you want. It's us. We own it. Uh, we're not looking to assign blame. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. You know, that's what you got to admire about Coach Tomlin. Never makes excuses, uh, never points the finger. And, uh, you know, he just uh, wants to reload and get back at it. And uh, But he will hold people accountable right, behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah, and that's, that's right. Important thing he's, not, he's not going to uh, make those statements right. uh, to the media. That's always appreciative if you're a player. Yeah. Trust me, the worst thing in the world is – you know, if you have a coach that would throw you under the bus, yeah, leave you hanging out there, and uh, you appreciate a, a guy who's a stand-up guy who you know shoulders the burden, but holds you accountable. Yeah, you got to be held accountable. Yeah, your teammates got to hold you accountable. And and you know what? The uh, last week, Mason Rudolph got a lot of first-team reps, and it showed. It showed. It showed uh, because uh, Mason. Uh, was 14 to 20 for 129 yards, uh, one touchdown, no picks, uh, 104.0. Uh, he looked QBR. like the guy that everybody had talked about right. prior to all the mess in Cleveland right. and everything else. Yeah. Um, 
and frankly, Duck left him no other choice right. but to yeah. go to Mason. Yeah. Now, the problem was, and, and it just really jumps out at you over and over again, all year long, third down's been a problem. Right. And there was 14 third down opportunities yesterday, two of them were makeable at three, third and four or less. Yeah. Seven were 10 yards or more. Right. I mean, that's that's overcoming a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, you, just, you can't do that. Yeah. And the Steelers were three for 14. Yeah. Uh, 21%. And, yep. uh, you know, uh, I just think that, um, you know, it, it was interesting that Pounce got hurt when he pulled. Uh, and he, you know, I saw that when he planted the inside leg, did it buckle buckled. from that? Yeah, because it, I saw him. It looked like the right thirty-eight or something. It where was he's right pulling. thirty-eight. Yeah, pull. C. I saw him pull, and at the angle I was at, I saw him plant his leg, and he he looked like he went to cut. Maybe it buckled then. Yeah. All yeah. right. So did he cut anybody, or was no, it no. just he? It just he buckled just and down. he went down. Yeah, okay. he went down. Now when he was going down, he tried to cut someone. Okay. To, you know, to to make him block. All but, right. That now that yeah. I don't like the sounds of that because now you're yeah. talking about um, that's. I, I that's it was that and you saw we saw him limping yeah off the he plane. tried to walk off yeah. by himself yeah. and then he got helped and then at the plane yeah saw yeah he was in the golf cart right right and uh uh and then and then the next play uh bj steps on on mason rudolph's foot and mason tries to hand the ball off but he, then he keeps it right and he got crushed right and he got and driven now, yeah and, and i mean I'm not assigning blame, but it's not BJ stepping on his right, foot because right, you yeah. can't see his foot. Right, right. You know, I mean, you're just going. It's one of those one in a hundred type deals that happens. Right. Well, but the, what I'm saying is that's just part of the game, and he, you know, he quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. it's you got to make the exchange. Yeah. Everything else, but uh, the fact is, I wonder how bad his shoulder is because where does that leave the Steelers? Now? Right. Yeah. What What do you do? Do you? Uh, it, well, you it, got only one choice. Uh, I. You know, is it? Uh, um, is it just an AC joint issue? Is it a torn rotator cuff? Uh, what is it? Um, and, to me, yeah, I don't know. We got to wait for Mike and uh, what what comes out yeah, tomorrow. We'll right, find out. Right. Uh, um, I just. At least it was his left shoulder. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I feel weird just saying that, but, you know, what are you going to do? If it's his cuff, you could shoot that thing. I know. Absolutely. Well, I, I you know, I, I know that. Um, I, I saw you go through the whole thing with it. Now, can you, you can, know, have fine motor skills with your left arm? Well, I, I don't know. I never had fine motor skills. Well, I know. You didn't have yeah. to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but that's why I'm, I'm questioning, you know, can you have – fine motor skills and i i don't know yeah you know the point is uh right now um you may well be looking at paxton lynch coming aboard you know know, that that i i would uh i'd like to see paxton lynch i i've never seen him play i'd like to see him play he's got a big arm i you you see him in practice he's six six and and he's got a lot of oomph on the ball I'd, i'd i'd like to see him play uh anyways you know when I you, would really like to see Mason be able to play again. Yeah, yeah, I would too. But, uh, but, but you know, you know Mason, I, it, it doesn't. It, it didn't look bad. Like, it, it did yeah. not look good yesterday. You know, it, it was interesting that two games ago, the Steelers had their destiny in their own hands, yeah. and now after two losses to the uh, uh, Bills and to the Jets, 
A lot of things got to happen. Uh, they it, do. It, it's almost like 89. Now, now, in 1989, when we snuck into the playoffs, we got on a roll late. Right. We lost early, and uh, we lost early and often, but then we got uh, – we finished 9-7. and seven. We got in the playoffs, and we won down in uh, uh, Houston the wild card round, and then we were just one pass drop short of uh, uh, – going into the AFC Championship game against Cleveland. Um, but uh, so the funny thing is, so the and everything that had to happen yesterday for the Steelers to get in happened. Yep. And, you got to do your part. Except doing their own part. Yeah. Now, how confident are you that the Steelers can still get into the playoffs? I'm not confident. I'm yeah. hopeful. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're just hopeful. There's really at this point in my mind because you really had an opportunity yesterday to really do the job. Right. I mean, regardless of what quarterback and, and what was going on, this was a team that, that being the New York Jets, that, you know, they, they were having issues. I mean, you had headlines of Adam Gase uh, losing the respect of the Jets locker room. You yeah. had all sorts of you know, indicators that spoke of the inner turmoil going on in New York. And one of the fastest ways to do it is to come out and be able to plant the flag quickly in the opposite team's end zone yeah. and get something started. Instead, they did the very thing to the Steelers that the Steelers needed to do for right. them. And it was a pretty friendly house yeah. for the Steelers Oh, yesterday. man, it was uh, – Again, oh, I, it was another good Steelers turnout by right. Steelers Nation. And uh, unfortunately, they just weren't able to – bring that mojo with them right right uh and uh, there there was a number of things that happened uh you know when the Steelers went two or three tight ends the uh the Jets really stacked the box they went to the they went to the stack four three uh and they had Jamal Adams playing next to uh Jamal Adams is a heck of a player yeah he is he is I, you know what yeah. I gotta tell you uh He's he really impressed me. yeah yeah uh, and uh, you know one of the things that they they did a that they did a real nice job of is, and we talked about it, changing up the coverages, changing up the uh, the fronts, right. and um, you know they, whether it was the the bear or the stack four three or the wide nine, uh, and they rushed a lot. Of, they they ran a lot of twists, especially off that five man front. They love to run the twist off that five man front. And they did a decent job at it, too. Yeah. You know, the thing, in my mind, too, what what really, really stunk was losing James Conner. Because right. I thought James, again, he comes out and he's got the fire going. He's got the enthusiasm. He's going into the huddle, you know, makes a big 15-yard run. And you're thinking, okay, we got some firepower going today. And then the next thing you know, he's got a thigh injury or right. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, a leg injury. Thigh bruise. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate because this this young man's got so many gifts, so talented. Right. And it's just unfortunate that uh, it's been a injury-plagued season for him. I know. It, it's it's so um, – It's kind of mind-numbing. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, and he's got to be – I saw him, you know, after the game coming through, you know, walking, and it's just – you know how when you're hurt, you don't even want to meet the eyes of people. Right, right. You know, you just feel like you've let your teammates down, you know, and you just feel so – it's isolated. Yeah, it you is. Feel isolated. Yeah, you draw into yourself yeah, yeah. because of the fact you know 
that you got people counting on you. Right. People really count on James because he is that great. He has right. that about amount of great ability. I mean, so uh, early in the game, he he made he was a, tearing he, it up, he man. He was tearing it up. He had six carries, thirty-two yards. You know, I mean, and wow. and you never know. Yeah, especially with the Greg Williams defense, with his ability um, to both catch the ball, run after the catch, and and run and and three downs, be a blitz picker upper right. and stuff like that. Um, he could have really been uh, instrumental in, 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 you know, I mean, success. you know, if he didn't get hurt, yeah. uh, and, and did you think it was it a thigh bruise or a, th- or a quad tell. injury? I couldn't yeah. tell, man. He was, he walked normal when he went by me, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm sure that, uh, it inca- incapacitated him in a way that he just wasn't able to go out and do what, uh, he was normally is capable of doing. So, it's an unfortunate thing. This is going to be a year he looks back on, and it's it's got to be one filled with a little bit of, you know, being bummed out because right. those injuries are things that you cannot manifest. You can't. There's nothing you can do about those right. other than train your butt off, and you know that he trains his butt off, right. and you you play as hard as you can, and you see it out there. He leaves it on the field. There right. ain't no mistaking. He leaves all all the effort out on the field, and then when you have these injuries, it's just something that. I guess it's it's just part of building your character, man. Yeah, and you know, but and it, I hope it was just a thigh. I hope so too. I and would not like a to quad yeah. pull. Yeah, because uh, we didn't we didn't know. Uh, we didn't now hear. when he walked by me, he wasn't bending his knees at all. Right, you know what I mean. Yeah. He's just walking. You know, so you can't tell. I mean, and and the question is, how bad is Mason? How bad is Pounce? Yeah, those are three. Those I'm, a little, I'm really worried about Pounce. That's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, um, I hope that that wasn't an ACL. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a bad way to finish out this year. Yeah, and if it uh, would be something like that, yeah. we don't know. Yeah, so just so that everybody right, understands. right, yeah, you know, we don't know, but but it, we've seen right injuries right. like that, and, and we've had injuries like that, uh, and we've we've had golf cart rides like that. Yeah, so. um, but. I, I hope I hope Pounce isn't uh, isn't uh, me too. Bad. And me I, too. I hope, uh, uh, the last thing you want to do, and for him, you know, he wants to finish strong, right? Because you know, he is such he's a great leader. One right. thing you say about Marquise Pouncey, he's a great leader. He wants to finish strong with the boys, and one of the things that it's got to be humbling is going through this season. And if you wind up short one game like that, uh, yeah, that would be a bummer. Yeah, uh, and then a whole rehab. Thing. Yeah, and then. Yeah, well... Uh, so let's hope it's not. Hope and pray it's not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we can't say. I mean, we're just hoping it's not That's that. right. That's uh, what I'm saying. I'm hoping and praying uh, that it's not. But when he planted, it looked... It looked bad. bad. It looked you know, bad. that's just one of those things that looks like uh, it let go at the wrong moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and, and and I'm curious how, how, how bad Mason's shoulder is. Uh, yep. you know, is that going to keep him out of the game next week? Is it going to, uh, you know, the, I mean, the, I'm, the, I'm still worried about Cam Hayward, man. Yeah. I'm telling you what, um, if you have to extend an elbow or something like that, I know he got blasted. I saw somebody come in to make the tackle and he was supporting the pile and his arm was out. And, uh, you know, you, just the way his body moved, Yeah, you know, it was, you knew that the, something got mulched. And then he came back with the tape on the elbow, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a, there's braces for that. Yeah, you can play. Yeah, you can play. You can uh, pop a brace on on that elbow and right. uh, have it be supportive. 
And uh, it's really hard when you put on your underwear because like one arm is longer than the other. See, yeah. you really hyperextend back. Got <laughs> to get your pants on. All right. Uh, Just something to consider. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We're going to take a break, uh, and uh, we're going to give out the numbers. It's 412-919-1316. When we get back, uh, we're going to take your calls. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the thing is, how confident are you that the Steelers can still make the playoffs? He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from 10 to noon on your 24-hour home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. We're professionals. We got quality depth. Uh, The standard of expectation doesn't change. We didn't do enough today. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Once again, uh, Mike Tomlin saying, you know, the standard of expectation does not change. Uh, right. We expect to win. We play to win. And uh, and he's not, uh, you know, he's not like us putting the blame on the injuries. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, because in his position, yeah. and that's the, he is the leadership position of the Steelers franchise. Yeah. I mean, and it's all about expectations and and what qualifies you to move forward. You know, and that's if you if you give in to the subtleties of and nuances of injuries of you know players not having the guys that you need and all that stuff. Um, you open up a whole Pandora's box of yeah, issues. But but at the same time But you know. But at the same yeah. time you gotta go, Oh, Pounce got hurt. Oh, Mason right. got Mason's hurt. Mason's out. And you know, uh, you know uh, you, you, Cam may be yeah, restricted, yeah, you yeah. know. Um who knows? And I just James Connor. Yeah, James Connor, yes. As, thank as, you. as 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 another good you as know? he look. Yeah. And it's just it's just so dead gum unfortunate. It started off with Ben. Yeah. I mean, we lost Ben. And Stefan to it. Yep. Yeah. And Stefan to it. So you lose key players. And ben, Stefan, James, Juju, Pounce, uh, suspension, uh, Mason Rudolph, uh, man, and then Mason Rudolph just, twice. Yeah. It yeah. goes it goes on and on. And yeah. it's just unfortunate. So yeah. All right, let's go to the phones. It's four one two nine one nine one three one six let's go to cr in chicago cr welcome to the locker room hey what's going on you two old folks you see our students in chicago how the heck you guys doing this morning man doing fine how are you we're feel we're feeling old and foggy yeah i guess so after after what we had to endure this past weekend man i'm just um i, I know the feeling man i'm you know i'm all mixed up here guys i got you know i'm i'm still a from the core, and and I understand that. And the standard is the standard. And uh, hey, live, uh, live. Long as I live, I will always be a Steelers, a Steelers guy. Win, lose, or draw. Uh, you know, some years have been very, very exciting years. Other years, like this one, has been a roller coaster, and you just on pins and needles throughout the course of the year. But hey, if you believe in the Steelers, you believe in the Steelers. One thing I know for certain: you cannot win every game every year. The only team I know of that's been undefeated. Is the seventy-two Miami Dolphins? What are your comments on that? You're right. I mean, you know, that's <laughs> the only undefeated team that there was. Yeah. You know, the point is this: 
Um, this team right now, as you look at it, we got a 24-hour window. We got to kind of lick our <laughs> wounds, and everybody can be down a little bit and kind of mull it over. But you know what? Come tomorrow, you got to buckle up and you got to reload yep. because you do have an opportunity still. Come and to so, Wednesday. What's that? Wednesday. Come Wednesday. Well, that would make it 48 hours. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's tomorrow. Christmas. You too. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to be worrying about it on Christmas well, Day. Well, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. <laughs> right, but it's 40, be, 24 hours is the rule. They're not going to be here. Well, it doesn't matter because 24 hours is the rule. Yeah. Would you quit arguing with me about that? But, yeah, but, for crying but, out loud. But, the man's trying to get 24, but, 48, yeah, 72. Yeah, but what? But they're not going to be starting to work till Wednesday. Okay, so I'm sure they're going to be doing something, whether they come in and they do their prehab, rehab, what have you? Oh, but you you move uh, forward. How, how and you many quit guys morning. did you see in the cafeteria when you came in? There's not many here this morning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me, it's only like ten forty three. You know. I <laughs> uh, no. uh, uh, you know uh, I'm not going to argue <laughs> with you. Just anymore. listen to you two. Sometimes you two, if a person is down, you two will, will will pull them up just just because of the chemistry between the two of you. But hey, guys, I, I got some some things here. I need I need to get out there. Um. Um. You know, number one, uh, f- from the serious side, because the, the coach can't can't go through these things, but but we can. One, uh, our team, especially our offensive team, the young and experienced players at the skill positions on offense, especially our quarterback, wide receiver, running backs. Uh, it appears that the, at oftentimes that the, the schemes do not match the skill sets of the players. Uh, running back James Conner, in my opinion, is not built to be a number one running back in the NFL. He's hurt so often and so much. He's a good guy and all that, and I appreciate his background, his history, you know what he's been through. But he's to me, he's just not not durable. Uh, the one the one key point that I really want to uh, say is about Coach T switching his attention to the D this year. It was an excellent move and played off in big dividends because that defense is just really really awesome. Uh, we uh, we had a lot of people on, um, especially key players on the injury reserve this year, like Tewitt and Knicks, are people that could have uh, made a big, huge difference uh, throughout the entire year. And as the Steeler Nation, (laughs) oh, yeah, and Ben, yeah, I forgot about I was going to mention him, but I'm going to mention him now. I I think we need to stop looking for for Big Ben to be the savior of the offense. I mean, you know, let's face it, he is long in the teeth. And after a year layoff, who's to say he's going to be able to come back and do the things that that he, you know, did before? In the past, and look at some of the other people from his era, uh, Eli and uh, uh, Rivers, and all those quarterbacks. They're starting to deteriorate, and you can see it. So, um, you know, that's 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 what I got to say about the, the background of all this stuff. What are your comments on that? You know, first of all, uh, Cr, I'm not uh, I, I'm not closing the door on Ben. I think no. Ben is going to come back with a vengeance next year. Uh, one, one thing I heard, one thing I heard, CR, is that the surgery went really, really well, and his rehab is going really, really well. And his beard is going uh, great. And his beard is long, and uh, so that means he's growing. Uh, but I, I just think I'm, I'm not worried about him. I think he's going to come back and, uh, and play. And the fact that uh, when the uh, ligaments uh, tore. It was early in the season. He had surgery right away. He's got a good year uh, of rehab to uh, to get back into the saddle, and I, I think he's yeah. gonna. 
Yeah, I think I he's gonna. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's not, but but my my comment here, my focus is that you know let's look at his age. Let's look at you know what what's been going on all these years. I I I really hope he can come back. I hope he can go out with a bang and just give us uh, our seventh Super Bowl, which would be awesome. But in the, at the same time, we got to be looking towards the future because he's not gonna always be here. And the, and the guys that we have on on time right now, like I heard you talking about the other quarterback just now, uh, with, with the big arm and everything. But again, all these guys are young and inexperienced. So as far as Ben is concerned, I would like for him to come back. But we can't hang our hat on Ben for the next four, five, six, seven, eight years because he it's just not possible. That's my comment. No, I, and I don't think that anybody is thinking in that direction. But what you're saying is you still have an opportunity. Look. You got right now. You have in this defense a Super Bowl capable defense. This is this is a defense that can really do go long in the in the playoffs and even the Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, you've got to have a franchise quarterback if you have any hope to win. I mean, that's if this year is, is demonstrated anything, you've got to have somebody like Ben to be able to do it. Now, the other thing you got to look at too is what what are the capabilities of the young guys that they brought in around, and if you're not satisfied with what Mason's done, if you're not satisfied with Duck has done, then you've got to start to go out and do you know have that process start over. But I'm not willing to close the book on what I saw from Mason yesterday. Right, I thought Mason and, was hotter than a two dollar pistol. Know, it's just unfortunate that the the way it turned out that he got hurt. Um, I thought that, you know, and, and I go even back to starting Duck this week, I still would do the same thing starting Duck last week like he did because it gave him that opportunity to grow from the adversity. He left Mike no no choice. Mike had to go to Mason. Mason was ready. And these are the opportunities that young guys can grasp and run with. And uh, it's unfortunate they got hurt because he looked like he was ready to make that big big comeback. Right. Yeah, well, I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that, guys, and I, I, I'm supporting you as far as Ben because I would like to see Ben come back too. But he's definitely not the future, and we need to look we need to look at what we got. We need to look at what's going to be available, and we need to look long term as well as uh, uh, in the immediate you know immediate future. But right All now, all questions that wait to week, be answered. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. We, you know, we're right. we're I, I'm I'm going with Mason. That's my guy. Uh, uh, I I thought he I thought he looked phenomenal yesterday he was throwing a ball well and uh uh you know i think he he is a, a tough guy and he bounced back well from all that controversy and adversity that he went through i thought he bounced back mm-hmm. well yesterday in the, uh uh in the uh, uh first at se- you know the second quarter and then the second half until he got hurt but to get beat by the jets especially uh, our former running back there that that's kind of uh, that's hard to swallow, man. So hey guys, I'm gonna back out and let some of the other guys get in. Hey, hello everybody this morning. Uh, in the meantime, in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right, Cr. Thanks for the call. All right, it's four Merry one. Christmas, it's four one two nine one nine one three one six. And um, uh, you know, you you made a great point. Uh, you've made it all week. Uh, Franchise quarterbacks don't fall off trees. No, they don't. You know they've got to. You know you've got to get. You've got to be lucky enough either to get one uh, that's that wasn't coveted early and develop them, or get one that that everybody's talking about. 
Um, but I, 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 you know, the Steelers don't have that. They're, they're not going to have that draft pick. Uh, no, and again, and I'm not they don't ready, have a number one. I'm not year. ready to hang it up on Mason. Right, you no, know, I'm not either. again. And and here's the thing too. And I know you've accused me of of having mallard mania. Yeah. And the thing that I do you enjoy, do. yeah, you know, I enjoy was him having the opportunity to be able to come out and do the things that he did. Yeah. Which he did well for a period of time, but he was. He gave Mike no choice. He had to come out and do what he did. Right. But also that that uh, I am all about uh, and hope nothing but the best for Mason. Right. Because yeah. I think the young man can acquit himself and do very well. But at the point in time, that change was necessary going with Duck and being able to use him. And I think it gave Mason enough time to clear his, right. his I, mind I and come I back. Agree. And, you know, you come back and you, you smooth it all out. You get the emotion out of the out of the moment. And now you come back and you start your climb back up the, the ladder. And I think uh, he was poised to do it. And I find it so very unfortunate and untimely that he suffered that injury. Yeah, yeah. And and he got slammed. Yeah, he did. Well, he I did mean, I'll tell you, that throw to Deontay Johnson was as was, pretty as you're yeah, going to see it was anywhere, anytime. Throw. That yeah. was a beautiful throw. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, and, I, you know, and the other stuff. You know, you could see he's his his rust. You know, behind the receivers right. and stuff like that. But when it came time to nail it down, he delivered the ball just right. beautifully. Yeah, and uh, you know, I and he's got a big arm. He's got great feet. Uh, he gets rid of the ball quickly, and he's a smart guy. You know, he's a he's a film rat. You know, he, he and he's wa- just going to have yeah. to build on yeah. on what what he's you know yeah. he's done this year. Yeah, I think another off season and then. We'll see. Now, are they going to be looking at the draft? I'm sure they'll be looking at the draft. Right, and but they're good. they don't have a number one. Right, but you don't have a number one. But uh, let's face it, I would right at this point, I'd I'll give me Ben and Minka. All right, yeah, I'll take right, that right, anytime. Right. Yeah, because Minka to me was the missing piece and putting together a Super Bowl quality right. defense. Right, Ben, I believe he's going to be back. I I believe that he can rehab that elbow. That he can get another right. year, two years, and he's he's looking at the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. He wants another Super Bowl. He's absolutely. hungry and for you're not, a Super Bowl. You don't Bowl. have a chance of getting there if you don't have somebody of that quality. Right, right, right. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you something: uh, Who you're picking in the AFC, and who you're picking in the NFC? Oh man, who are you picking in the NFC? <sighs> I'm saying the Saints. You know, I was looking at uh, the Saints last night. And I was watching him, and Drew Brees just amazes he me. He is phenomenal. I just and, – and Michael Thomas. I mean, you're talking about – Alvin Kamara just scored a touchdown, and they said he hadn't been in the in the end zone like for four or five weeks. I'm going, you got that much firepower right. that Kamara could not be a touchdown maker? Kamara. Him too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, Kamara could not would not be a touchdown maker for that period of time, and yet you're still what? What are they? Ten and three or yeah. ten? And, I don't know. I can't do the math. Yeah, I, eleven I, and three. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be Kansas City and New Orleans in the Super do Bowl. Do you really think Kansas City? Yes, I do. I do. Boy, Mahomes is. I watched them yesterday. Last night they played very. very I fell asleep well. at yeah. by halftime. Yeah, they, went uh, down. They 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 played the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, and uh, uh, and. It was, it Mahomes was. is really amazing. I mean, you think about that. 
the one thing I didn't like, you see him counting on his fingers the number of teams that had a shot at him. Did, did, did you? Did, I thought was, that was, was so – that, that, that bugged me. That's, well, that's what Chris Collinsworth said. We didn't know what we he was counting on his hands. Okay. Yeah, you know, we don't um, know. He might have said, what, 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 I, the first play I ran the toss, the second play I – Yeah, I right. Threw, yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, he could have been done yeah, that, doing I'm sure that, that happened. Because, because Andy Reid, uh, you know, he game plans the first – 15 plays because that's what well, how come did. he counted off nine yeah well because of the last nine <laughs> all right that uh, was good the last nine the whole, that's good thinking the, the last nine I, I, I thought i had you pinned down with that one and I, you just go the last night you know <laughs> well, um, you gotta give him credit for can that i one. tell you something yes um and uh i i would like to see andy win a super bowl yeah you know i can understand yeah, that yeah i i i you yeah. know andy reeds a, is a really nice guy and uh, I'd like to see him. Right, and you've, you've had some personal experience yeah, yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. I thought what really – it just bugged me because with, with Mahomes, when you do stuff like that, it, it, it really it demeans yourself. Yeah. It yeah. really does. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, and when we come back, it's uh, 412-919-1316. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. I'm proud of some of the things we've been able to do, um, but it's not enough. we gotta, we got to go back to film and um, get those things corrected as quickly as possible and move on. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. T.J. Watt, uh, you know, one of the best, the only thing you could do. That would be Jason Bourne. After a <laughs> loss like that is reload. Absolutely. That's all you could do. You, can, you, you can't bellyache about it. You can't point the figure. You can't cry. You just got to reload. And, uh, you know, we've experienced that. And uh, uh, it's going to be interesting how the Steelers – come out against the Ravens in Baltimore, which is not an easy place to win. Now, the Steelers have won nope. there in the past, uh, uh, play, you know, even late in the season to, to launch them into the playoffs. But I'm, I'm curious uh, how they're going to bounce back from this. And, you know, and, and how much uh, do, does Harbaugh rest all his starters? Uh, well, this is going to be – it was interesting. Harbaugh yesterday said he was going to talk to his the players' council or whatever he has. He has a players' council. He's got a players' council. Yeah. And he, so he was going to talk to them about the distribution of snaps, uh, who's going to get the rest and all that sort of thing, you know, just as an advisory if thing. You were, if you were on that uh, uh, player council, yes. Uh, what would you say? I'd say, let me sit. I'll yeah. sit. You 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 say he will sit. I would say no. I don't want to sit. Of course you don't. I, I, I'm I'm gonna say don't sit any of the starters. If we get uh, uh you know if you want to sit us in the, uh, well they got the number one seed. So right. you're talking yeah. about it'd be a long time. Right, right. I mean to me, I I I think you know, sitting out a week is fine. Two weeks that's stretching. It. That Three is, is impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I mean you're you're looking to corrode the body by then. Right. No, the thing I would say is um, you just about everybody, you want them going through the whole process of coming up to snap time and 
If you take them out after a series or two, so be it. Okay, that's fine. But Did you say nap time? Snap time. <laughs> oh, snap time. Snap. All right, yeah. Um, that's that's the point. I want them going through the whole process of preparing. Right. Because if you if you know ahead of time and say, all right, uh, you're, you're only going to play a series – um, you'll prepare like you're going a series. No, that's right. And I want I want these guys that's to, a good to make sure yeah. that you are prepared and ready to go. Well, you don't want to prepare. You don't care what Baltimore is prepared and ready to go. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, <laughs> see, I was flashing too as a player, and then back and forth. So uh, you, you caught me in that you, one, you Back and forth. All right, let's go to the folds. I was time warping <laughs> myself. It's four one two. Nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Juan in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hello, Juan. Good morning, my brother. Good, Good morning, morning, brother. How are Happy you? Holidays. How y'all doing? Happy holidays. Yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you, brother. brother. Thank you. Merry Christmas to all the Steelers Nation too. All right, let's get to the game. Okay. Um, for Mason, Mason Land looked good yesterday. I thought he was going to see it again for us until he got hurt. So with that situation, I would you touch. I'm, I'm ready for Paxton Lynch to see what we can do with him. Because like you said, a guy has a strong arm. I'm watching some of his college kids. This guy can throw the ball, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, 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 do, I mean, what do you got to lose? You know, what do you got to I lose? I know. That's why. That's why I'm, I'm at the moment to that point. Too, I'm saying the same thing, and then also with, with the question with Baltimore. To be honest with you, I'm I'm, I'm thinking they're not going to rest their starters. There's anything besides that you don't want the Steelers to get in the playoffs. Two old rivals. I don't see them resting their starters. You know that's an interesting point uh, that you make. Uh, uh, it, it is a, a big rivalry. And you would you hate the way the, the well. Look. What happened with um? What's his name? Uh, the former head coach of uh, the Ravens. Uh, you know, uh, Brian, you know uh, Brian, Brian Billick. Billick, remember yeah. Billick was thinking yeah, about resting their their great running back, uh, and uh, they played him. He got hurt. Uh, yeah, um, Jamal oh Lewis. man, I'm trying to remember that the whole kid from Miami. The kid from Miami. No, it was Jamal Lewis. Jamal Lewis. Oh, Jamal Lewis. Yes. Don't you remember there was a situation there? Yeah, and he, yeah, whether or not he was going to break the record or not and so forth. And I think he got doinked or something. I don't remember. Okay, well, I don't remember a whole lot about it other than something similar happening there. So, And yesterday, Mark Ingram got hurt for them yesterday, too. Oh, Mark Ingram got hurt? I didn't know. I didn't hear that. Yeah, he got hurt yesterday and again, so we don't know what's going on with that situation. Well, I can't imagine that Lamar Jackson would be put out there, though. I I would be surprised. This is a day and age where resting guys is is of uh, huge importance. Well, you know, the the question I have is, uh, uh, do do they rest Lamar Jackson completely or do they start him? Playing for a quarter or maybe a, a half, and uh, and then uh, uh, and then sit him. Uh, you know. Did you see the touchdown he scored? Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. When he he started. Yeah, I know. It, it was, yeah, it was right wow. before halftime. Yeah. 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 It was yeah. right before halftime. If Cleveland had got the sack, the quarter would have been over. But hey, it's the freaking brownies. What more can you expect? I know. <laughs> 
It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, one of the things, if, if you have your starters rest two weeks, it's uh, uh, you, the, they could come out rusty in the divisional round. And uh, that yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that if I was a coach. Um, and uh, I don't. I did we ever rest? We we never got a rest b- between the playoffs or the wild card, did we? I, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't think we did. Uh, no, I don't. Th- I don't. Yeah, I don't think you guys got in the rest. It's just this new, <laughs> this new ears thing with these players, man. They're trying to save their bodies and stuff, man. They're taking yeah. the fun out the game. And also, before that, you guys go with Lev Bell. I didn't know if you guys didn't see his little video yesterday before the game. He came, he came to the game in, in black and yellow. What you guys thought about that? I was a little surprised about it. Yeah, you know, I, I that he would wear too. a yellow sweater and black pants, um, because you have to know in his mind he's got to be thinking, you know, this is, you, you know, that it's got to be misconstrued or construed as you are you know sending a sort of a underlying message with what you're wearing you know what uh uh, one we were talking to uh uh hines uh uh, before the game on the field and he said i don't know how to act playing against the steelers what should i do and we started laughing he got a gatorade shower at the end yeah yeah i was about to say that well he got the gatorade bath yeah i was feeling that type of way back there how high Felix is going against his his guys. He he believed black and gold. That's kind of uh, funny there. You know, and Juan Hines would much rather be coaching uh, on the Steelers than uh, than the Jets. You know, I mean, you could just tell. Oh yeah, you could just tell. It, it was funny. He goes, I don't know how to act. <laughs> I'm going to look over at my team, and I don't know how to act. Yeah, and um. I'm not saying this will happen, but anything is possible. The GMs hurt, you know, with, with the season and stuff like that. Do you? I'm not saying this will happen, but anything is possible. Do you think we can do a Lev Bell reunion? A Lev Bell reunion? You you mean Lev Bell coming yeah. back here? No, I don't, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I was saying the same thing, buddy. Like I said, he came in black and yellow, then he made he made a Renegade song, um, song too yesterday with all his Steelers touchdowns and stuff yesterday too. So, <laughs> I, I heard I heard that he did did a video uh, uh, yeah. to Renegade to Renegade. Karen yeah. told me he. Did. Oh really? My wife Karen told me he did. You know what? I'll say this in 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 retrospect now after it's all settled, I think that Steelers were worse off for not having Lev. I think Lev is worse off for not having the Steelers. Right. Yeah. I think both sides yeah. lost. Something. It's a lose lose. Yeah, it was. There was nobody gained out of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree too. And also, when you were talking to CR about Ben, I got to agree with you guys too. I think Ben is going to come back next year. He's going to play lights out. I think he's going to win comeback player of the year. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'd like that. That's, right, we're gonna, that's we're, a good we're, thought. We're going to be pushing it. Comeback player of the All year. All right. All right. Yes, sir. All right. All right, thank you, my brothers. I have a happy holiday. Thank you. All right, all right. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you, buddy. Juan. Thank you, all right, brother. Uh, uh, it's uh, uh, you know, um, it, it's it's interesting. You made a great point. Uh, we're not as good without Lev, and he's not as good no. without us. Yeah. Um, 
You know, you know it just it's a loss loss situation, and it, you know the that's the unfortunate thing. I was watching, you know, and, and guys came up and they hugged it out, you know, before the game, and and I'm looking at it and I'm going, you know, it really is all about the fact that both sides lost. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, it's too bad. And uh, and and it is too bad. Yeah. I mean, and you know, and and I don't think he's as good now because no. he sat out that year. I think so. I he think sat out a whole year. He sat out a year. He didn't do himself any favors. And I don't think that they use him in the same way that uh, the Steelers were using him here. Right. And uh, it's it's just a shame, you yeah. know, because I don't think he's ever going to realize the great player, the the greatness that the, of of being a player that he could have been, the caliber of player, and that I don't. Would have been best here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Twenty-five attempts at seventy-two yards, two-point-nine yeah. average, um, and he had it's a four, lot of cheddar that yeah. you paid him to, you know, have numbers like that. No touchdowns and uh, uh, four uh, receptions for twenty-one yards, uh, five-point-three average, right. and uh, you know, no touchdowns. And Robbie Anderson was the only one that uh, scored a touchdown through the air. And nobody scored a touchdown through the ground. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, and, and you know, it, we were so close. If we if we got that field goal uh, when, uh, um, you know, uh, in the third quarter when we got into plus territory, uh, yeah. we would have uh, only needed three points to tie. Yeah. And that would have been very doable, even with Duck. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, it's too bad. Uh, it, it it really is too bad. Well, you have opportunities, and this season has been a season of opportunities. And if you do not take advantage of them, then you're always left in the rearview mirror, looking, you know, like uh, what what should we have done? Yeah. What could we have done? Right. And it's it it's not beneficial. Yeah. You know, right now you got to turn the page. You got to go. You move forward into Baltimore, and you know it's another opportunity for young people to step up and and uh, declare who they are and right. show coaches that they're capable yeah yeah uh so that, that's a great point out. yeah well, uh, uh you, you know. know how it is there's yeah. there's a there's a point where you look at this and you say look it, the chances are slim but you got to go 100 percent full bore in that right. direction to grasp whatever opportunity you have and also at the same time for young people that are vying for a spot because there's next year. Yeah. You know, you've got to also, if you have the opportunity to go out there and do something, then you do it to the very best that you can because nothing is promised, man. Remember 1984. Uh, our last game was against the Oakland Raiders in the Coliseum. Right. Uh, in the L.A. Coliseum. Right. And they were the returning Super Bowl champion, and nobody gave us a chance. Right. And we went in there, and we, we beat them, and we beat them, and we beat them soundly. Uh, it was a slugfest. Yeah. It was a very physical, rugged yeah. game. I remember that yeah. game. Yeah. I think I still feel it in my bones. And, and we had the win, and Buffalo, uh, Buffalo had to uh, lose to Cincinnati for, or no, no, Buffalo had to beat Cincinnati for us to get in. And uh, is that uh, yeah? No, was that the one that uh, when Buffalo left their luggage at the airport? No, I don't. Was I, don't, I, don't I remember one time we were we were hanging in there and, and hoping that Buffalo could beat somebody. Right. And then we got reports that all the players had brought their luggage to be able to come back, land, and then leave out again. Right. After the game was over, which you know, if, if you're already thinking about leaving, you've already left. Yeah. Right. You know? um, but I I remember that uh, uh, they they beat Cincinnati and we got in. 
uh, and it was. Uh, uh, so it wasn't that year. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't yeah. the year because it was. I remember it was a year when they lost. Yeah, and it was like, uh, okay. Right. Well, the fact is, look, it's going to be interesting to me, and and tomorrow with Mike Tomlin talking about where Mason is, uh-huh. you know, because he he said today that the uh, the health equation is going to be. Um, something he's got to consider as far as moving forward here. So that means if Mason's not up, it's got to be Duck and Paxton. And then you start to go, what are you going to do? You know, are you going to give Paxton the opportunity? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and how bad is Mason? And Pouncey. Uh, yeah, and right. Yeah. And <laughs> it just it, it just keeps turning keeps over turning and over. over. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, it's uh, uh, we're going to take a break. It's four one two nine one nine one three one six, and uh, 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 you're in a locker room with uh, with Wolf and with Tunch, and we are trying to navigate this uh, very very depressing, uh, not a, a, a Steeler Monday. It no, is, it definitely it's a Jets Monday. Even the donuts didn't look good. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They do look good. Okay. They yeah, they, they look yeah, good. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah. What yeah, am I getting crazy talk, now? Yeah, you talked yourself out of them, <laughs> and and I can understand it. All right, let's take a break. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. We'll take your calls after the break. He's Wolf. I'm Touch, and you are in the locker room. This is an in the locker room podcast from SNR. Catch Tunch and Wolf live weekdays from ten to noon on your twenty four hour home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your twenty four seven home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we are back and uh, ready to take some calls. Uh, it's uh, 412-919-1316. Let's go to Lincoln in Seattle. Lincoln, what is happening? Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, brothers. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, uh, um, I'm... Um, overdose on some donuts, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, um, I, I would think um, you would try Pax and Lynch. I, what you got to lose? I think uh, Hodges ain't going to be on the roster, I don't think, next year. So, um, and, um, uh, yeah, that one pass when he threw, it was like, what, third down and four, and he threw it in the end zone. I say just. Get, uh, the Jets gave them, I'm sure, um, you know, someone was open like five yards down the field he could have thrown to, you know, keep the play alive. And, um, and you know, I always think about this, about the Steelers uh, every year when they don't, well, we, I don't, you know, I'm still um, counting that they will make it. Um, they the people that they keep, it seems like it, they keep them too long. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, I, I haven't heard Vance McDonald in a while. I mean, he's heard um, through it. I mean, he had a fantastic first six weeks and then doesn't finish. And it just seems like um, these guys, they just, 
we keep sticking, they keep on sticking around, sticking around. And I think the best positive thing out of this year was is to get Mika uh, Fitzpatrick. And I think the Steelers are just behind the eight ball a little bit on trying to get someone um, that can last for a whole year rather than, you know, only last for a couple games and then and then, then they're done. Yeah, but, well, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln, uh, just, a, just a moment. Uh, uh, one of the things, you know, you say that they keep guys too long. But think about Bud Dupree. And everyone thought that they kept Bud too long. And all of a sudden, he bursts onto the scene and has a great year. You, Lincoln, you have to let guys develop, you know, because, um, you know, we are so we are so uh, so much part of. Uh, uh, I want to. I want the. Uh, I want it now. Generation, that you know, in our time, uh, you know, they they said it took four years for an offensive line to develop. Offensive lineman to develop. It took four years for a quarterback to develop. Today, we you don't want. We want instant pudding. Not instant yeah. pudding is pretty good, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but we want instant pudding, you know. And and I I don't think it, you know you got to let guys develop. That's my uh, my theory, Lincoln. But I don't like tapioca. No, no, yeah, ta- like it's tapioca. too lumpy. Chocolate. No, chocolate's got something <laughs> yeah, going yeah, there. Cho- chocolate yeah. pudding. Yeah, there you go. Instant chocolate. Yeah, pudding. chocolate vanilla mixed together. Yeah, that'd be yeah. a good one. Yeah. Oh, you got a little uh, <laughs> chocolate vanilla swirl going yeah. on there. Yeah, that'll work. Oh, yeah, ice cream. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> now you now you're speaking the language of love there, Lincoln. That's it. <laughs> but what did you guys think of that play of going down to the end zone rather than just play for the next? Uh, it's a young guy trying to be aggressive, you know, and it's unfortunately, especially in those positions like that, you – you, you know, you encourage a young guy, you know, you want to stay aggressive while at the same time understanding the down and distance that you need and what you were in context of what the score is and all those things. And oftentimes the best teacher is, is bad experience so that you know what good experience is. Well, and, and, and Lincoln, look at the, the throw that Mason Rudolph had at the end of the first half. And, you know, everyone said, well, we, you know, let, let's kick the field goal, but he but uh, he zeroed you in. Know, he threw he threw it down to yeah. Deontay Johnson. So you know, I don't second guess calls because everybody makes a call. You know the 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 you know Randy Feetner makes the call. The quarterback's got to uh, uh, do uh, do the do, and uh, you know when in in '89 when we got on that roll. Uh, there were so many instances of Bubby throwing the ball way down, you know, to Dwight Stone or Louie Lips or, you know, and, and we just, uh, uh, you know, y- you go with what you got and uh, and you hope for the best. True, yeah. I just, what do you guys think about um, starting packs in there? Or you think uh, – I would think I would just give him a try and just see what he has. I, I, I um, would, you know, I, I, you know, you watch him in practice. He's six six. He's got a big arm, and uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know. I would do this. I'd, I'd have a, I'd split the reps and see who yeah, comes see, out yeah, of top. Yeah, I would do that same. Okay. 
Yeah. Hey, thank you guys, and Merry Christmas to you, and right. uh, thank you so much for your show, and thank you so much. I list, like I said, I turned the volume off, and I just listened to you guys on the Steeler games, and you guys do such a fantastic job, and and thank you so much. And I learned a little bit today that it takes like a couple of years, you know, like four years to develop. I never, I never knew that. So yeah. um, thank you for. Uh, yeah, Same thing explain. happens in radio broadcasting. I'm still I'm 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 still trying to develop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're both trying to de- develop. <laughs> Thanks, Lincoln. It's very humbling. Thank you for your kind yeah, words, thank, brother. Thank you, Lincoln. Thank God you. bless you. Yeah, All right. God, thank you. All right, it's 412-913-919. One, three, one, Just like six. Tito Puentes, yeah, you know, he yeah. is the, the yeah. acorn that became the oak, man. Yeah, yeah sure, everybody, uh, you know. <laughs> sure, everybody yeah. says they listen to Tito, Tito Puentes, Puentes when he, yeah. 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 Um, all right, let's, uh, it's uh, 412-919-1316, let's go. Hold on for it, we have uh, to explain that was from Stripes. Yeah, that's Which true. was one of our favorite movies, yeah. which we probably drove each other crazy in 1984 when Stripes came out. Remember, there were no, there was no air conditioning in St. Vincent College. Right. Not in the dorms, not in the meeting rooms. That we and, and the thing that was killer was that you had to go and sit in like a in movie the main, theater, in the main a main meeting. meeting room. There was some. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if you wanted any sort of relief from the heat up at St. Vincent College, you'd go and either sit in one of the uh, evening establishments, shall yeah. we say, yeah. where adult beverages were served, or you went to the movies, right. which was even colder right. and nicer. And so we would go to the movies and sit there, and we watched Stripes like six times. Right, right, yeah. And when it came it, out. It so was great. the movie, yeah. the lines, they're yeah, all, yeah. Uh, you know, from uh, that. 412-919-1316. Let's go to Ron in the car. Ron, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. Six, six times in the movie theater today would have cost you your first uh, years, your first week's uh, <laughs> salary. Uh, That's very true, brother. That's yeah, very yeah. true, man. Yeah. But listen, you're, I, I think you guys are the voice of reason, but I'm going to throw something at you that's been bugging me about our offense for years. As somebody that, you know, at a different level, coached the game, but one of the jobs I had was was scouting the team we were going to play the next week, and I used to just track plays. So I still do that. I just track – I would track formations more than the play itself. And that's the thing that drives me craziest about our offense – over really the past couple of coordinators is we run the entire offense basically out of a shotgun. And when we do get under center, it's like, you know, we don't know what to do. Yesterday they ran the ball under center eight times, six of those times we gained yardage. Now when you got a young quarterback, like these two young quarterbacks we've had this year, you know, don't you think it would say, okay, we've been running the, the offense out of the gun because that's what Ben wants. And that's what, okay. He's your quarterback. But you want to help these guys out and get the running game going a little bit by getting under center. When you look at what they what, when they get under center, I mean, a perfect example is San Francisco. San Francisco this year has just jumped to the, the top of their division. 40% of all their plays, 40% are run under center, and they run a two-back formation. And look how they run the ball. Look, look how New England's run the ball this year, even, even though they have no superstars. Look at how Baltimore's running the ball. You got to get under center. It's so hard to get you hit the mesh seams and get the mid step in there and do all the, the kind of things a quarterback has to do. You take the you take the art of quarterbacking out of the game when you just hand the ball off out of the shotgun. 
and there's no, you know, the defense doesn't invite it all. I just can't see why our offensive coordinators just don't see that to help these guys out a little bit. You know, get them under center more often. Well, you know, Ron, Ron, I don't, I don't think under center helps these guys out because they they've took it all, they've taken all their reps in college out of the shotgun. Uh, I agree with you um, because when your hands in the dirt, you come off the ball harder. Right. Uh, when you're in a two-point stance, you, you might as well just run the draw uh, because right. you can't you can't come off uh, and and uh, dog. And I don't think uh, I don't think uh, uh, Lamar Jackson runs the ball uh, that much uh, under center, uh, you know, because he was he was a shotgun guy too. Um, when but, he runs uh, when he runs uh, the ball himself, yeah. When he yeah. runs the ball himself, but when he's when he has those. The, the big jumbo backfield in, I've seen it on their center a lot. But the point uh-huh. is, you look at a guy like Lev Bell. Okay, we could run him out of the shotgun because he had that bounce step. You know, he, he had the ability to adjust. You know, you've got inexperienced running backs, inexperienced quarterbacks. Just go back to a little more traditional football. O-linemen love, you, you know how you guys would love put your foot and your hands in the dirt as opposed right. to just standing there in, in a pass formation and trying to block on a run play out of a pass out of a past dance. It's just crazy. Well, Ron, I do believe you have a point, and we've been talking about it. And the problem was you lose Rosie next, you lose a fullback. Right. One of the advances, advances, uh, advantageous, thank you, easy for me to say, right, Um, things about it is that when you had that lead fullback, that's somebody that can eviscerate the linebackers. That really gives you a great advantage in running under center. Um, And – Ever since then, it seems like with the loss of Rosie, they just have not been able to find somebody else that could adequately fill in as far as uh, the fullback. And so um, you probably you, you tend to shelve it. And I would love to see them get under center more. I think you can effectively, much more effectively run play action and all sorts of things out of right. that, bootleg actions, things of that nature. And uh, so, yeah, I would – I, I, let me just give you two more examples if you guys don't mind. I need you let me go on. But just two more quick examples. Against Buffalo, the James Conner touchdown pass, a little swing pass, that was from under center. We score, we go ahead. The next three straight series, because I track these things, the next three right. offensive series, every snap was out of shotgun, and it was three and out, three and out, three and out. And there was a fumble in the between there. This year, we've had such a problem with our center snapping the ball, either center, either one, it's on the ground, it's over the head. I mean, that's, again, shotgun snap brings that to happen. You get his butt under center, as Brad would say, let me put my hands under Webby's ass, you know, yeah. and play it the way football can be played to keep it simple, to simplify the game plan a little bit as opposed to trying to play what they do. So, okay, so, 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 Ron, so, Ron, uh, I agree with you, but uh, uh, when uh, – uh, on the play uh, after that, Mark uh, Pounce got hurt. BJ stepped on. Mason uh, right. under center. BJ stepped on. You need more, and, more and, work under center. And, and then and then uh, Mason got hurt. Uh, that is so, the one. That's the one time that's happened this year. Yeah, and again, Rudolph right. ran his entire offense. He ran the entire offense at Oklahoma State. I under, I understand out of a pistol, or out of a gun, but it's just you know how it is to, when you're pool blocking or and when you're zone all the zone trap stuff. It's just so much easier when when you got a simplified game plan like that. I I don't know. Uh, In third quarter yesterday they ran or the second quarter they ran two 
under center plays in a row. They got five yards and they got eight yards. Right. And then they didn't do it again the rest of the first half. I mean, they got something going and they just stopped. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully they'll add some more. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> interesting, interesting conversation, Ron. Thank you. Right. Thanks, guys, for letting me voice. You All betcha. Right. Appreciate All it. Right. Have yeah. a nice All Christmas. Right. Get it off your chest, Ron. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hear you. But I also like the idea. I, I like being I like, a three-point you know, stance. We, we, we I like a we, fullback. Yeah, we I like being that. under center. We wanted that. Yeah. Tight yeah. end, anybody. Just yeah. couple running backs, you know? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Again, everything that's old is new. It's happening again. You're seeing in the NFL change from yeah. the Peyton Manning uh, shotgun formation that we had a decade. You're seeing more and more of it. I hope that the Steelers' offensive coordinators look at other people's film and say, yeah, we've got to go back to basic football. So Yeah, go back to basic. There you Basics, go. Basics, like Chuck right. would say. Thanks, All right. Uh, thanks for the call. All right. We're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back to close out this show. 412-919-1316. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. That's Wes, and you're in the locker room. This is an In the Locker Room podcast from SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf on your 24-7 home of the black and gold Steelers Nation Radio. Well, we're back, and uh, it's the fourth quarter. Time to close out the show. Let's go to Tony in Latrobe. Tony, welcome to the locker room. How you doing, fellas? I know you're uh, getting close to the end, so I'll hit it as quick as I can. Uh, you, you can um, take your time. We got 15 minutes. Tony, isn't it Latrobe? Huh? Latrobe. It is Latrobe. I was the fella that told you that. Yeah, yeah there you go. See. Smack him down, uh, Tony. <laughs> I won't go into why we say Latrobe, but there's a big joke about that. Amongst okay. All, all right. Maybe it's another easy. another time. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty easy one to figure out. Anyhow, um, first of all, the snaps. It uh, didn't seem to matter which center we had in. I didn't see one snap yesterday that either quarterback didn't have to pull up off their uh, shoelaces. I don't know what's going on with that. And uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about was the playbook. We get accused a lot of having a real um, predictable playbook, and I'm one of the first people to be that cr- critical of that. But the positive thing about it always seems to be that when it works, it works. Right. And my thing, my thing with it is that, and my only problem with Mike, I love Mike, but he wants to the personnel to conform to the playbook instead of tailoring the playbook to the personnel he has. We don't have a back that's big enough to run that playbook. We need somebody with at least 20, 30 more pounds of muscle on them that can bruise his way through that line and soften up that defensive line. That's, that seems to be what our whole running game is designed around. That hasn't worked since Bet has left the team. Yeah, and, well, uh, yeah I, I don't know that, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the everybody runs the same plays, uh, Tony. You know, everybody runs the counter trap. Everyone runs the inside-outside zone. The Steelers do that. And, you know, and, and you know Benny Snell is uh, a guy between the tackles, and James Conner is a guy that can run between the tackles, and he bounces it out. So I, 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 just, don't, I, I just think uh, James and the injuries that he has sustained – has killed our running game. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. 
But, um, yeah, I just I really would love to see some large power backs come into the camp next year. I really would. That would do my heart good. But anyhow, and the last thing was, I don't know if there's any stats to support this. My goodness, it would be a hard one to track down. But uh, it seems like every time we've ever had a year where we go real hard on the injuries and, and, and we're just snake bit all year, it does what it did this year. It brings these kids up and it makes them, it makes them improve as fast as they can. And you start to see these kids emerge. And right. next year when we come back, we're going to be deep all over. We're going to have a lot of talent on this team. I fully expect a Super Bowl run next year if Ben stays healthy. And that's I just my agree. Yeah, I, I have great I, hopes for that because I think for the first time in quite a while, we've got a Super Bowl caliber defense. Right, right. Uh, we I'm sure in, do. Yeah, I'm in agreement, Tony. And, uh, you know, the young guys like Deion Kane and uh, Kareth White, and uh, mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson, uh, these guys have a, a, a chance, uh, you know, you know when they Deontay come back Johnson next year. Deontay Johnson is a difference maker. Yeah, yeah, he is a this difference. This guy is going to, I think he's going to grow. Yeah, 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 I agree. I think, I, the, I think the biggest difference maker we have on the team is Kevin Colbert. I don't know how he does this, where he finds his talent, yeah. and how he stacks it up like this, and how he manages to keep the contract staggered to keep the team together just amazes me. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no doubt about Great it. Good point, Tony. Great point there, brother. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas. Christmas, fellas. All right. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you and all your your, your fellow Latrobians. Latrobians. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fellas. We'll see you in July. All right. Sounds good. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's go to Dan in Florida. Uh, Dan, welcome to the locker room. Oh, uh, thank you, sir. Um, just wanted to, first off, wish you both, uh, as you and your family, a Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, buddy. Thank you. And, you too, right buddy. back um, at you. Right back at you. And you're right whenever you said that, Tunch, that uh, wise men do still seek him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but I just wanted to go down memory lane for a second, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, I'm an old, old school Steeler fan. Um, I didn't have the privilege to uh, meet you, but I did get a chance to meet Mr. Wolfley once, oh. and um, back in the 80s, so I don't want to say my age, but it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, that, um, for both of us, my friend, for both of so us. So, Dan, are you, are you as old as Wolf and I? Um, you... No, not quite. Okay. <laughs> then you're fine. So, yeah, yeah, I'm a... Uh, I'm a young 50-year-old <clears throat> gotcha. man, and but um, I got a chance to meet Mr. Wolfley uh, over at a uh, elementary school. In fact, oh, that's uh, great. We uh, there was a uh, comedian, Christian comedian at the time there, and I got a chance to meet uh, Mr. Wolfley and his wife. Huh. And Oof. I just want to say, what a being an old-time Steeler fan, what an influence. Uh, you gentlemen were uh, growing up and getting a chance to uh, really see a lot of the old-time Steelers at the time. But um, like I said, I'm only a long-time listener, first-time caller, but I just wanted to uh, thank you both. I think that the uh, radio show is phenomenal. Love listening to it down here. Thank you so much. um, It's very humbling. So, Dan, Dan, where in Florida are you? I'm actually in Central Florida, right outside of Orlando. Oh, is it the Villages? So, 
You're, are you in the villages? No, sir. No, sir. I'm over uh, in Seminole County. Oh. Um, Dan, tell him you're uh, not like that you. old. Yeah. yeah. Say, hey, I ain't that old. I'm in the villages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot there, son. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. Smack him down, but Dan. When you said you were in Central Florida, there are so many men, there are so many families from my church that went down to the villages. And, uh, right. uh, you know, it, 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 it's, I, I had to ask. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually uh, over by uh, Lake Mary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. But uh, still, still a diehard Steeler fan. But uh, I try to find some of the uh, little local hangouts for Steeler fans around here. And we got too many Patriot fans here. But <laughs> so well, but, we're uh, certainly glad you called, brother, and appreciate it. And keep the faith. Yeah. You know, this is just one of these things. Uh, you know, along the way, in a season full of uh, stuff that you, you deal with. Yeah, you that's know, you right. Gotta, we still have hope. Let's not give up on the exactly. hope. We're exactly. not ready to throw in the towel yet. Right. And well, I'm not I, ready to get rid of my Steeler memorabilia yet either. So That's right, baby. You that's, hang on to that. That's right. But anyway, it was good talking to you guys. And like I said, please have a uh, safe and Merry Christmas and holiday season. You too. Merry Christmas and, to you, brother. And Mr. Wolfley, if you would, please, uh, can you tell your son thank you for his service? Yeah. I will do so. Yeah. Thank you very kindly for yeah. remembering him. Yeah. And to all the men and women who serve. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I love to say this. Wise men seek him still. Yep. Yeah. Yes, they do. Thanks for reminding all me, right. Dan. Yes, sir. Well, you know, I, even though I'm not in the villages, I'm trying to help you with your memory there. That's right. <laughs> All right, great, buddy. Take care, and uh, God bless you both. All right, God, God bless, bless you brother. Too, take buddy. care. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that was great. Uh, so, um, we are in a position. Yes. You know the, the the funny thing is that everything that happened that had to happen yesterday did happen. Right, and, right, and except us, yes, uh, that's but, the most distressing part of the but, whole weekend. You know, was you, it not? You, you you win in Baltimore. And uh, Tennessee loses, you're in. And we've been in situations where a number of things have hap- had to happen when we were players, right? And uh, and and it's uh, it seems that they do. Uh, it does. Now again, you still have to deliver on your portion of it. And that's, right. Uh, to me, to win. Yeah. I mean, the the whole thing is if you. You win, you're in. That's the way it was. Right. And that's got to be just galling to all the guys because right. it was there and against the New York Jets. Um, that would be something I'm thinking. To myself, I thought we had a pretty darn good chance of going there, getting her done. Yeah. And that's the, the frustrating part. Again, the inability to convert those third downs and uh, how many third downs were long third downs. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And the, 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 the fact that, we didn't get to Rudolph enough, or Darnold, Sam no. Darnold enough. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, we we didn't get into him, and and that, that and the only uh, starting offensive lineman that they had from the beginning of the season was uh, Kelvin Beecham. Everybody else was a backup. That we, was mind-boggling to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, it's all Arthur Motes' fault. Yeah, I, you know. That's only because he's sitting across the table from me. Yeah, and, and Arthur's key to the game was uh, uh, to get out, 
get get on Sam Darnold, and we didn't. Oh, see, your key didn't happen. It's all I told you it was Moats' fault. <laughs> see, he can't he can't even defend himself because we got the headsets. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 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 all right, uh, uh, so long, everybody, and God bless. He's Wolf. I'm Touch, and you're in the locker room.